0: Hello, welcome to Potty Talk, real talk on incontinence and pelvic floor health. I am your host, Crystal Shouten, owner of Fitness Reset, and today we're taking a little bit of a detour because we are talking Mummy 101, the crash course we wished we had back when we were moms. Now I am here with Christy. Christy is a plus size personal trainer core confidence specialist, caesarean recovery coach, and a mom of three serving in fitness and recreation for over 15 years. Christy wants every woman to love their body and take care of themselves no matter what size their body is. You can find her on Instagram at the.confident.mama or at her website, theconfidentmama.ca. I am so excited for this episode like I said Christy and I both agreed we wish we had these Cole's notes when we were new moms I hope you enjoy it now let's get into it hey Christy hey Crystal thanks so much for joining me today I'm actually really excited about this topic because so how old are your kids So my oldest just turned nine yesterday,
1: nine years since since I became a mom. Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then I have a six-year-old and a -a one-and-a-half-year-old. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I have Henry, who's 11, and then William, who's seven, but he's almost eight. So needless needless to say, we've been, been through a lot combined. And Absolutely. today the topic is what we wish we knew, um, prenatal and postpartum, but most more so in the early stages. And when I was draw, you know, thinking at my list, I probably could have wrote a thousand things down because I feel like I knew nothing, um, and have learned a lot since then. And I know you and I both want to share what we've learned with others so they just have an understanding that what they're going through is normal and that there is a lot out there a lot of support out there
1: and hopefully eliminate the guesswork right instead of having to research and feel like (laughs) feel like you're missing out on something well gosh it's not your fault
0: because it's not really easy to navigate all of it no no and then you're on the phone googling everything yeah and then you're like oh my gosh what does this mean? You know, so it's nice to know you have support out there, whether it be through a mom friend or through a professional. Um, so let's start out with you. What is the first thing that came to mind when we started chit chatting about this topic?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest <laughs> thing was understanding that rest is productive.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: when you come out of, well, I mean, we live in hustle culture. And so yeah. when you come out of being just, you know, woman, wife, whatever your other titles were, yeah, only responsible for you yourself. Uh, it's a natural response that when we're stressed to work harder <laughs> and yeah. just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. But actually when you are dealing with a pregnancy or postpartum, first of all, you have no idea what your body's going to do. Like right. it's totally unpredictable and working harder is going to make things worse. Mm-hmm. And so when you're exhausted, like I wish I had known I wasn't failing. Yeah. I wish I had known that it was okay to, to not, it was okay to slow down. And ultimately that is what's going to avoid burnout.
0: Mm-hmm. And what I see so much in, in postpartum is muscle tension, aches and pains, because we are in that stress response and our, 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 our bodies have changed, but also our routine has changed. We're getting less sleep. We're having, you know, demands of, of a newborn and, you know, constant feeding, um, different body positions. And then there's a lot of aches and pains. So, and then, but what do we do? We just keep going. It's not enough. I need to do more. I need to go on my walk. I need to, you know, it's just all things that you feel like you have to do as a new mom, almost just create more, more stress. (laughs) It's like, it's funny. I, ha- I, my, my therapist actually said to me, you don't have to be um, the best at self-care or, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, right I need to do this and I need to do this. And sometimes just like throw it out the window and do what you want to do.
1: Well, and there is a very consistent message. I mean, even like my mom and, and that generation where they're like, Oh yeah. After you have kids, like you're in pain. This is what happens. Right. You leak. This is what happened. Like, and right. it's like a joke. Like it don't is. laugh too much. You're gonna have to change your pants. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but like, oh, okay, cool. I just sacrificed my body for children. Yeah. Um. And so that, like, having that dialogue around us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And like you said, like to the point where like we have pain and discomfort, but we just suffer through because that's yeah. just like, you know, and that yeah. Yeah. learning, learning that that was not. <laughs> yeah it has to
0: be was like a light bulb moment mm-hmm. I know I certainly that's one thing that I wrote down and I remember vividly with Henry was just getting back to normal life like I remember the things that I did you know within so he was born in June so it was summertime and you know, my husband was very much, okay, like we were one of the first to have kids out of our friends. So Mm. we were, you know, all of our friends were still partying and still doing things and we would just adapt to that. So I would go to the beach with Henry at four weeks postpartum. I went to Earl Hank one time with my girlfriend, with all her, like with her friend's kids. And I sat there with Henry like under a tree and just like not knowing what I was doing. We would have people over for dinner to see Henry. And I would sit on the couch and I would cry. And, you know, we would go. I remember going to, um, going out for for lunch with a whole bunch of friends. And I was the only one that had a baby. I would breastfeed in the car. And then we, he, he did a diaper change. So I went into the bathroom and started changing his diaper and he pooped. All over the wall had a poop explosion.
1: Oh my god! I have a visual.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> then started peeing everywhere, and I'm in the bathroom, and he's probably I would say oh, probably two weeks postpartum, and I'm out in a bar or restaurant, like in Legends, in, and and I am freaking out, and I don't think I have enough wipes, and there's poop everywhere, and I'm in there for half an hour. My girlfriend's knocks on the door. She goes, "Are you okay?" And I'm like no it was a disaster and we were out watching I think it was the world cup because my husband wanted to go out and we wanted we're normal we're normal we just have a baby now you know I'm not sleeping and we were doing all these things to just going to like I remember going to like friend's backyard barbecue and I would be in the basement breastfeeding for an hour and just I did not give myself any rest none it was Sleepless nights, definitely baby blues and just going on with normal life. Like we just yeah. have this, and it was, I look back on that and it's, I wish I just nested in that, like that yeah. period of, of, um, rest and yeah. You know, like, it, yeah. And just, I mean, it is what it is, <laughs> but, and we, that's what we do. It's like, we got to do the things that are normal. Instead of just you know what, and it, that time is so like those snuggles with your baby, yeah. it's so it doesn't it doesn't last long. So if no yeah you yeah, know. and
1: similarly, I I wish I had known to be my own advocate mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: because no one's a mind reader. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. Yeah, but like really? <laughs> right, but like. If you don't want anyone to come to the hospital or your home in those initial days because you're overwhelmed with what your body is doing, Mm. let alone if you, heck, even if you're having the most amazing time and you just want that time with your kid, you're allowed to literally tell the grandparents or anyone else in your life, hey, this is when I would like for you to come over. Please Mm -hmm. don't come over before that. Or if you do, it's dropping food at my door. You can literally give them those directions yeah it's okay like i had Mm c-sections i did not know until my third last year the risk of infection right i did not know that by seeing more people i was risking getting an infection which when you have any surgery like an internal infection is a 911 call
0: yeah yeah
1: but no one tells you that right so like setting those boundaries and actually saying hey my body is doing a lot of things right now and I need to take care of myself. So yeah, I'm going to politely decline or even, you don't even have to be polite. Just say, no, it's a complete sentence. No, no,
0: I'm good. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's, we don't, we don't give, we don't give our bodies the credit or the rest that it needs, you know, in, in, in that, in that time. And yeah, it's just, um, it's tough too cuz your body goes through a lot of changes and it, it, like you said with any surgery risk of infection right you you were you went into a hospital you you either vaginally delivered or you had a C section and then it's just like expected to go back to normal life right away it's, yeah. but it, with any other person that would have surgery or anything, it's like, oh, you got to be on rest and we're going to set you up with a physio and make sure you do this. And and everyone, and everyone will take those, take that advice and be like, you know what? I just had surgery. I have six week rest. I'm not working. And they, but when it's having a baby, it's like, it's almost seems like the opposite <laughs> in a way. Yeah. And I think
1: on that note too, people in general know when they get pregnant, contact your OB contact midwives, whoever it is you want to work with. Yeah. But then that's kind of where it stops, at least in North America. Yeah. Whereas like, Oh, I could have managed my pain by having regular osteo visits, which were covered by my benefits. Yeah. yeah. And I just wasn't using them, mm-hmm. um, or, or chiropractor or like, Oh, you can get taping done because most people, I mean, we don't look at it this way, but essentially, especially postpartum, like view these things as like an injury. It's yeah. not permanent. Yes. But you still have to manage it.
0: Yeah. And that, and that leads to like pelvic floor physio. You always hear the I'm okay. I feel fine. I feel fine. I feel great. I went for, you know, an hour walk. It was fine, but it's, you're healing internally still like there is a lot of healing that's happening and it doesn't go, it doesn't stop at six weeks. It's not like you're miraculously like six weeks is just this number, right? Like this six weeks, six weeks, like, but no, it's heal, heal on your time, listen to your body. But you know, I didn't, like I didn't do pelvic floor physiotherapy until my children were, I think, I think it was 2019 was my first. first pelvic floor physiotherapy appointment and my kids were, my kids were older, but I went and I learned so much about myself. And I, you know, that's the biggest thing, like just going for that baseline and knowing that you can start that journey then and learn how you're, you are, you're still healing. Still. There's a lot of healing going on and maybe you, you know, you feel fine, but internally there's a lot happening (laughs) that we, we need that rest and we need to let our body heal. Um. Well, and it's, I compare
1: it with my clients to a house. Like when we think of fitness, because honestly it's how it's advertised. The end goal is to be skinny and have abs. Yes. That is visually what you see when you Google fitness is like a skinny little blonde with a six pack. Yeah. That's your end goal. But the truth is, is that your body is more like caring for your house and it's about maintaining it. It's yes. About, yes. You are, you are going to have projects such as leaking or pain or yeah. postpartum. You're going to have things that you have to work on more intensive yeah. periods of time, but generally speaking, you only get one body. Yeah. So you have to work on maintaining it. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you say that you didn't go until later, I did know about pelvic physio with my first, Yeah. but I didn't go till I had a problem. Okay, yeah, which is what most people do, yes, anyways. that's very true. That's a good point, so, a
0: very good point,
1: right? So, like, yeah. really, we should be going routinely for maintenance, just like you would go, yeah, for a checkup or something like that. Um, so with my son, it was because I was having pain during sex mm-hmm. after birth, and my OB was prescribing creams because of the dryness from breastfeeding, yeah, um, but actually. It wasn't until four pelvic physios later and meeting an athletic therapist that I found out that painful sex can be a result of cesarean Mm. because the scar tissue can attach to whatever there can be tightness and you have to work on rehabilitation and scar massage. So anyways, Mm. I did that. I didn't actually have leaking until a year after my second child postpartum. Mm -hmm. So like, yes, these things present as a problem. Yeah. Pain during sex, pain with movement, leaking, prolapse. They present as an issue, but the truth is they're not. They're the symptom. They're
0: the symptom. Exactly. exactly. The issue. Yeah. The issue
1: <laughs> is your, your muscles are out of whack from yeah. birth and we need to bring them back to homeostasis. So we need to bring them back to balance mm-hmm. because the truth is you don't have to live
0: in pain or no. leaking your organs inside the body. <laughs> I love the point where you said you wait, you waited for the pain. I'll yes. just wait until it happens. Okay. Yeah. Like, but why don't, why don't try to prevent it or learn about your body, learn what you need to do. It's simple things. And that's, you know, it's, in it, you know, we talk about allowing the body release, work, breathing, like just the, the, what that does for the body and prevention, right. You know, that's the biggest thing. I'm going to wait till the pain happens. How about, let's prevent that from happening or understand our bodies a little bit more in the postpartum healing. Even, I mean, that's a big thing too. You can even start seeing pelvic floor physio when you're pregnant. Yes. Right. You can see chiro, pelvic floor, osteo, all that, you know, massage, all that stuff. You can start in pregnancy. Um, you're going to have, you know, there's gonna be aches and pains in pregnancy with the changes in your body. So you can be proactive and start to, to, to get on that path. Um, so that I didn't know, I mean, I didn't know any of that. Nothing, nothing. I look back, I knew nothing.
1: <laughs> and and that's a fair point to make. So for the woman that is listening to this, yeah, if you are learning things for the very first time, <laughs> it's not your fault. No, no. We did not know this stuff either because yes. it's not widely available. Typically in our healthcare system, number one, women do not get the attention that we need. We just don't. No. The research is behind... Including honestly, men were included in menopause research until the 90s. (laughs) They don't have a period, right? Like, yeah, and that's what menopause is it's the end of your period. And they were in this, you know what? Anyways, Anyways, that's a whole (laughs) nother. So, one, like, we don't get the attention we need when it comes to the healthcare system.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, why is it that there is no public rehabilitation for women after pregnancy? Like really that's a big thing. So it's, it's just not widely known, Mm -hmm. but thank God we have other women and other mothers that we can connect with in our communities. Yes. That's here on the podcast or, you know, whoever you have available to say, Hey, do you know about this? What did you do for this? Because moms know everything.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And even think like, you know, it is a lot. Take what you, take what you want, leave what you don't, you know, like, um, that's the biggest thing because it could be that whole, well I have to do this I have to. then then it becomes in that well then I have to do all this stuff no, you don't have to do anything but, you know take what serves you and what makes you feel better. Um, and like I like you know be your own advocate too is a big thing. Um, as well. Uh, is there any what else can you think of? What else did you not know? Oh gosh. <laughs> I wish I'd known about compression.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, first baby, emergency cesarean. Very grateful what I know now that saved his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but whether you have a vaginal or a C-section, your body is left like we said like a state of injury. It you could have the most beautiful tub, home birth, candles, music, you can honestly have the most perfect. And and maybe the person listening is like, that's not my ideal birth. It doesn't, whatever, whatever your perfect, your idea of a perfect birth is. I only pushed for three minutes. Great. Whatever. It doesn't matter who you are. You're left in a state of injury. You're dealing with your organs being out of place for several months. They're going to be coming back you're dealing with your abs being separated so the baby could grow it's a good thing but they're separated yeah you're dealing with massive hormone changes yeah not just in like the first week but if you're nursing plus like your body just coming back from what it just did which was grow a human
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and you don't have to feel like you're like for lack of a better term jelly belly yeah because the other thing is and your body works, um, your muscles work in pairs and groups. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And so
1: a lot of women, including myself will experience back pain because their abs just do not feel good for that initial period. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't learn until my third birth that compression was the secret to that. It will help with the swelling. It will help give you some core control, which in turn can help alleviate back pain. Um, it's also a, a big thing to help you avoid a shelf, which is that um, skin over the scar tissue. A lot of women yep. experience after C-section.
0: So it, it really can do a lot for you in that postpartum period. Now, I know you and I both know what compression is, but why don't you tell our listeners what it is? And Because I have a great brand that I love. But there's, all, you know, there's other ones out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if you think about spring an ankle, people tend to use yep. compression or okay. a, a wrist or whatever you use, like a wrap. So for your abdomen, there is a great product that Crystal will talk about with Belly's ink,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's lighter than, say, Spanx, which is what a lot of people think of it, because that yep. is compression as well. But right. Spanx and Shaper are not medical grade mm-hmm. And you do want to be careful about what you use, Mm -hmm. but by using a wrap, it's a, it's like a long tensor bandage with Velcro that you wrap around your abdomen. You want to make sure that it goes from your breastbone to your pubic bone. You're covering the whole abdominal area Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't feel super tight. It should feel comfortable like a hug Mm -hmm. um, to give you that extra support. The other form of compression are compression garments Mm -hmm. and they are more like Spanx. They come yeah. in uh, shorts or pants. Mm-hmm. And um, the only brand that I really know about that serves the postpartum that I recommend is called SRC Health. They're out mm-hmm. of Australia. They've got great products. Also, this stuff is covered under benefits. So check your benefits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Over that's over too.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so those um, and there's there's pluses and minuses to both. Personally, I did the wrap because yeah. it was easy to put on and I wanted to support a Canadian company.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um the downside is is that they shift, but the the shorts and pants, they're really hard to put on because they're (laughs) they're tight. Yeah. But they don't move. So you can wear them. You can even sleep in them.
0: Mm -hmm. And the big thing too that I love about Belly Zinc is they also like you use like the core breath with it. So, we're managing your ab- in, ab- abdominal pressure as well. Um, and then you also get the gentle movements to start with. Um, and then they have the tank option as well. So, you can wear the tank with the wrap or just the tank. Um, I mean, I wear it. I, I mean, I never wore it with my kids. I, did, I didn't know about it. Um, but when I wear, I wear it for to show my clients and my my prenatal moms. And I'm like, oh, I feel you feel good. You feel It's so yeah. that gentle reminder of. Um, you know, you, you get into that mom posture and it's a gentle reminder to be like, oh, okay, just, you know, be mindful of my, of my, of my core and, and, you know, how I'm standing, just that'll create that awareness. Cause your body goes through so many alignment changes. Um, and it's that spontaneous healing. So, you know, with belly zinc, it's recommended to wear it within those eight weeks postpartum. So you can, you know, pack it in your hospital bag. However, with C-section, you know, waiting a little bit longer, to put it on or, or, wearing it, I know wearing it backwards. So the, the lumbar area is actually on the um, the C-section to give a little bit more of a cushion. Uh, but yes, I wish I knew about that. I do have a diastasis myself. Um, so I am someone who, you know, with two older kids, I, I have a diastasis. So, you know, I could have benefited from that for sure in my early stages. Uh, but yeah, compression, definitely a good first line of 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 your of your healing um journey (laughs) so actually on the topic of
1: diastasis that that's one tidbit that is not well known so Mm -hmm. most people understand that to have a c section you get major abdominal surgery right your stomach is cut open so actually what happens is there's three incisions there's one horizontal to get through the skin and fat yeah and then there's a small vertical incision mm-hmm. or they just pull apart the linea alba to separate the muscles they don't actually cut muscle right and then there's the third lateral that goes through or horizontal that goes through the um the uterus to get to the baby mm-hmm. when they sew it back up
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is very common and more likely that they will not sew the linea alba mm-hmm. They will sew the uterus. Yeah. They will leave the linea alba to close by itself. Okay. Yeah. And they will then sew up the rest of the tissue, which is the external incision that you'll see. Mm -hmm. I found out before my third. And so I did ask my surgeon to sew the linea alba. Okay. Because this will increase the chances of your diastasis closing on its own. Because otherwise you're basically leaving. Yes, it's a close and it's not guaranteed to do so. As you know, like, it's like, I think the stats, 32% at a year will still not be close spontaneously. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why we need to work on, Mm -hmm. on that part. But yeah, if for anyone listening that has a C-section, you can ask your surgeon to Mm -hmm. sew
0: your linea alba. I just learned that today myself. There you go. There I go. Interesting. (laughs) Well, that's a big fear for moms. I know when I talk about diastasis and ab separation, it's a, it's a fear be pro, you know, it's just the education and be proactive. You know, we don't want to live in fear for it. It will happen in pregnancy because we need to make room for baby, but that's right. Yeah. You know, being knowledgeable, knowledgeable about it and getting that support, we can, you know, prevent and start to strengthen those muscles. And, you know, I like I said, and it's I'm, never too late, never too late. Never too late. Yeah. I'm actually going for a public floor assessment on Tuesday. Awesome. Cause I'm, you know, just noticing some changes and stuff and yeah. So it's you know, one, every, what, every one to two years, you know, just for maintenance. Right. So I'm, yeah. So I'm doing that on Tuesday. Um, but, you know, speaking of diastasis and speaking of just, you know, that, you know, just as well as like the body changes, um, I was really hard on myself. As mm. uh, more so with my second, my first, I was fine. I didn't really have body images, body image issues when I, you know, just with the changing of my body. I remember trying, I remember trying to go to the gym after having Henry, and I was just like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, not not there yet. um And this is, you know, this is obviously all of this is before I, I became passionate and made you know fitness reset as my my business and all all I do this is before all this obviously I didn't know anything (laughs) but you know and then with with William though very hard on myself um just going back to that whole like I I mean I, I I'm I would Every time you know when your child like they have a you know oh they're one month old they're two month old and you do the, the you know something you know do the pictures with everything oh, yeah. like the numbers I yeah. would weigh myself and measure myself on those days Aww. from like literally from like month one, wow and then I start I remember writing down what I was eating in like a food journal and it was like I, I like you want to sh- like. You are. You just had a baby. Your body is different, and that's okay. Like, yeah. just so hard on myself, and and then, then it, obs- obsessed, it became obsessed. Like, came came obsessive. But I had well, no. Because time. We've been
1: we've been taught to hate our bodies. Exactly. We've been taught to not trust them. We've been taught yeah. that like you like I use the word sacrifice early, and I'm like if, this is now my buzzword <laughs> because. <laughs> That's, that's like what people say that like, you know, the mom territory comes with <laughs> saggy boobs and stretch yeah. marks and yeah, depends, but I'm like, we didn't, we didn't sacrifice ourselves. We shifted into a next level. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the, the fact is that like our bodies are so incredible, incredible that they were designed to do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: So. But I hear you being kind to ourselves. I think the number one complaint I hear from women in, in cesarean rehabilitation is, um, they want to get rid of their tummy. Yeah. And they hear the word disgusted a lot. And I just, my heart sinks because I'm like, mama, your body made babies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you did
1: something so incredible and you are anything but disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, and, and really there's nothing that can pre- prepare you for what you're visually going to see postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. There is a small population that are going to bounce back and look like they never had a baby. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's mostly genetic. Yeah. It's not something they did. Yeah. There's, there's really nothing you can do to prevent mm-hmm. what your, what your body is going to look like. You can prevent how you feel because Ultimately the strongest you are before birth gives you the best chance of recovering. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But visually you, you have no control over how stretch marks are going to look. If you get them. Yeah. You have no control over how your skin is going to stretch
0: mm-hmm.
1: or look after. Um, it's very common in postpartum with a diastasis for women to have hernias. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, you can't prevent that. Mm -hmm. This is just something that your body is going to do. And that you're again, back to maintenance, Maintenance. you just got to work on it for now until it heals. And Mm -hmm. then it's back to maintenance.
0: Yeah. And just easier said than done, but showing yourself that self love. Yeah. And it looking in the mirror and being like, I'm awesome. It's it's because it's a mindset thing. It's a whole, you know, it's, and even maybe even just pre- preparing that in pregnancy to give yourselves is like, I always love, um, what Kim, Kim Vopney said, you know, when you're pregnant, you, you show it off. I'm pregnant. Look at me. You wear you know, tight clothes, tight. And then once you have baby, you just, you know you you change that you baggy clothes i don't want to go out i you know and you hide yeah um and you know and that's it we should be like yeah look what i did look at my body i made a baby yeah. it's awesome um and move move your body because you like that that whole thing move your body because you love it yeah not because you hate it and you want it to get back to a certain weight and 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 fit into these certain jeans. I remember buying like you buy the jeans. Like, like it's just it's so toxic. Um it's okay to feel that way. Like I don't want to like it's okay to feel that way, but you're not being kind to yourself. No fun fact,
1: <laughs> when I was improving the the search ability SEO on my website. Yeah, yeah. one of the top searches for moms is looking for mom jeans. I'm <laughs> like, really? Like, okay. okay. That's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, but on that topic about just yeah. appreciating what your body does and giving yourself that that care and that compassion. Yeah. I remember, I remember being, you know, you're in a pelvic physio appointment, you're on the table, they're doing their work, they're telling you to breathe. And I start with uh, oh, I know like this will get better. I just, I just need to make, make it a priority. I just need to do the work. Like, I know I haven't been doing it as much as I should. Yes. And my physio stopped me and she's yeah. like, Christy, you are enough yeah. and you are doing enough.
0: Yeah. And then I start ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it triggers. Yeah. It,
1: Because we have these messages. So whether that's, you know, from our own moms, Mm -hmm. from social media, from whatever other things in our lives that are filling our brain, Mm -hmm. um, we need to be conscious of that and remove that. So Mm -hmm. if there's an Instagram account that literally every time you look at her, you're thinking, God, she's got it all together. And she always looks good. And she has the perfect light. Like, please stop following that person. Yeah, (laughs) because they're not doing you any favors. They're not something to strive towards. They are hiding their baggage. (laughs) Because I guarantee you, something is not good in her life, and she's probably paying someone else to make her look that good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's a. I've had this conversation so many times. Just with like with it's just women in general, right? You could be feeling on top of the world. You're like you're you pop you 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 pepped yourself up, and then you go on Instagram and then you're like, wow, I suck. but like, yeah. And it's unfortunate. I mean, obviously social media has its its benefits and it's, you know, we learn a lot from it, but then we can also be very, but she has a new mom. Cause what do you do as a new mom? Scroll your phone while you're yeah. your baby while you're, you know, whatever you're scrolling your phone and you are and your algorithm probably is going to be very close to things that are, um, mom knew mom knew that you know and then you're gonna start drifting toward these maybe things that you like don't want to compare yourself to yeah and like not clinically
1: diagnosed or anything but I definitely developed a shopping addiction (laughs) because well because you see like oh that mom has this that That mom has this
0: yeah
1: oh and amazon prime means I can put anything in my cart and it's here by tomorrow 6 p.m yeah uh which is dangerous (laughs) so I no longer have prime I also try to support small business when I can but like it was dangerous because I was constantly playing the comparison game Mm -hmm. and I had this mindset that the only way to serve my family was by buying shit buying things I don't don't censor me (laughs) um I guess that's one more thing I wish I had known was that yeah my kids didn't need another noisy toy from VTech, which, by the way, friends don't buy friends by VTech. Right. Terrible cool. toys. Yeah. Um, but like your kids need a calm and mm-hmm. content mom mm-hmm. who likes herself and takes care of herself, mm-hmm. which actually makes life so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I had known that investing in me meant investing in my family.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, they have that, the whole thing. You can't, can't, what is it? You, the cup. I say it all the time. You can't. Can't drink. pour from an empty cup. What is it? You can't. You can't pour from an pour. empty cup. Like you can't drink from an empty cup too. I mean, you can, you just won't get anything. You can, you're just, yeah. Um, but th- then that's exactly it. You know, like you become, and they, and they, a lot of things are the irritability. irritability oh gosh. Yeah. Hasten, like, it, and then you're, then, yeah. Like I will tell you, like I still am dealing with that as a mom. Yes. Yeah, we're and we're all we're all and that's you're not. It's I think the other thing too is you're not alone, right? Like I feel like I cry every time I watch Bluey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See Bluey, I don't know Bluey because I'm ai But I watched Octonauts a lot. I didn't cry, but that was the one show I watched. (laughs) No, well,
1: so Bluey, it's beautiful because they have a lot of messages for parents. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. It, is. <laughs> I, I watch I'm it more than my kids. I watch it more than my kids do.
0: <laughs> you love when your kids leave and then you're there watching their show and you're like, oh no one's around. Cool. I'm gonna continue watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not turning it off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I that's one of the things it's it's one of the few shows that gives an example of parents that take care of themselves Mm -hmm. but also it does show moments of the frustration Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's one thing we don't do a good job of like all moms yell exactly all of them all of us yeah it doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. no it's not okay to lose your shit (laughs) like but it does happen and we need to normalize the fact that like it does happen but then we have to come back to that self-regulation, which is also a massive part of health because mm-hmm. your body will manifest emotion into physical dysfunction. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of pelvic floor issues is tension, mm-hmm. which like Crystal has talked, I know about like how jaw tension yeah, it is co- physically, physiologically connected to your pelvic floor. Well, guess what? A lot of people clench their jaw, hold their breath, yeah. because they're effing miserable about something else mm-hmm. and instead of dealing with the emotion we just hold on to it um until we I feel like that's actually the hardest part about being a parent is learning how to regulate yourself and teach
0: it at the same time to your kid yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the fun that's the fun thing when you start Seeing things in your kids that you're like, I can't get mad at them for that because I do it too. <laughs> I have 50 fans <laughs> in a different way. Um, yeah, and I and I think yeah. Just I know breath is so powerful. That's one thing I've really learned.
1: Yeah,
0: how powerful breathing is, and how it can. It, Cause you're probably thinking, well, then how do I de-stress? When, well, how do I not da, da, da. intentional breaths, diaphragmatic, and I'm talking slow inhales, slow exhales can calm you down in a second. You don't have to, you don't need anything. You don't have to, it's breath, which we already have. I and find to so Yeah. And similar to what we talked
1: about earlier it's productive, and I think that's probably yes. the number one reason why we don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> like when yeah. it comes to to just taking care of ourselves and slowing down because we feel like we're not doing anything. Yeah,
0: like I'd rather do jumping jacks instead because at least like just breathe, and I, I and that's the biggest thing is being okay with doing nothing, and that is productive. Um yeah did you just go 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 so especially you know new mom mom woman yeah uh, I mean, we we bear the load right yeah uh so I mean we could probably talk for i don't know hundred hours on this um but just I, let's summarize some stuff what would you or, if, or is there anything else you could add that you're like, man, I wish I knew this. And I want to tell a mom friend.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're always better at encouraging each other than we are to remind ourselves, but mm-hmm. I think it's, it's my responsibility to share my skills and what I've learned. So
0: yeah. No
1: yeah. rest, rest is productive. You are enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are doing enough and, and mama, your best is good enough yeah so literally if it saves your sanity Mm -hmm. pick that whatever it is whether that's saying no to somebody whether it's choosing who comes to visit or who doesn't come to visit (laughs) Mm -hmm. choose what makes you feel good and will give you peace
0: yeah yes i I 100% agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, that just really tops it off. Says it all. Yeah, I just I, the big thing would be just yeah, listening to your like listening to yourself, listening to your mind, and and being being okay with doing your own thing. Yeah, be okay with that. It takes time. I remember going to Starbucks for the first time after Heavy Henry and crying with my, he was with my, he stayed with my mom. And I went with my girlfriend. She was like, let me just take you out. She was a friend who did already have, um, have a child. So she, um, she, she helped, you know, help me with a lot of that stuff. But I remember going to Starbucks or no, or, or my one with my mom and she stayed with Henry. I don't, it doesn't matter. Regardless, I was in Starbucks crying, but it was a, it was a first step to being okay to like, do something for myself. Like, Go for a massage by yourself. Treat yourself to some things. Like just what makes you feel good? Look at, think about what makes you feel good. Maybe it's going for a walk by yourself and listening to a podcast. Or maybe it's just lying on the floor. Like in just, you know, just lying on the floor and just listening to music. Maybe it's hard about coloring. I don't know. Just what yeah. do you love to do? And just take a little piece of that every day. You know, why always talk about habits and building habits? You gotta, it's tiny. It doesn't have to be like a 30-minute one minute. And we're gonna color one piece. Oh, that made me feel so good. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, sit on the front step with your hot coffee. Yes. And the phone inside. If they need you, yes. they'll come and get you. But like yeah. you're allowed to just do what you want and. Mm -hmm. not have someone bug you
0: (laughs) yeah and support I think one big thing is having this is I need this for myself can you support me with this yeah because you yeah just having okay yeah sure I will support you with that and if you need that you can have you you do that for yourself so yeah well thank you so much thanks for having me well anytime I always love our chats on or off a podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> you can always think of another topic because there's so many out there. Um but yeah thank you so much Christy. Thank you. I once again want to thank Christy for joining me today on Potty Talk. And I want to thank you for listening. If anything resonated with you, maybe you had an aha moment, or maybe you have a story to share. We would love to hear it. Uh, You can send us a message, a DM. Uh, Once again, you can follow Christy at the.confident.mama on Instagram, or check out her website at theconfidentmama.ca. I am your host, Crystal Shouten, owner of Fitness Reset, your pelvic floor fitness and movement specialist. You can follow me on Instagram at fitness.reset or check out my website, fitnessresetinfo.com. Something I want to do special for you guys today is in the show description, there is a link for a... At home, car seat workout, you can do. This is something I wish I had as a new mom. It teaches you your breathing patterns for picking up that car seat. Um, also has some great upper body and lower body Um, exercises for you because as a new mom, we have a lot of physical demands. So what a great way to do a workout from home. Um, All you need is some weights in a car seat. So check out that link below, click on it to get your workout right into your inbox. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Thanks again. Uh, This is Crystal signing off and you have a wonderful day.